right, welcome back to another brand new episode of the Seven Lakes Sports Podcast. Coach Kobo here, James Kobaleski, joined today, and this is my honor, joined by uh, one of the most illustrious girls basketball coaches in general in the city of Houston, well over 500 wins now and counting, Angela Spurlock. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. It's an honor to be here on their podcast. No, absolutely. And, and Coach, your, your season, we, I can't wait to dive into that. But before we do, I want to just talk about your background a little bit. And there's a sure. couple of things I was reading your bio. I, I didn't know about you. So I didn't realize you were in Fort Bend uh, for uh, a time. That, <laughs> what years were you at, at Hightower High School? Um, God, that's a great question. The two years prior to coming to Seven Lakes in 2005, I spent two seasons okay. at Hightower. Sure did. Okay. So we just missed each other then because I, I started my coach, coaching career in Fort Bend in 07. So we, we just yeah. kind of missed there like like two ships passing in the night. But un, like a lot of the coaches here at Seven Lakes, mm-hmm. doing this podcast, I'm astounded at the longevity. <laughs> <laughs> Take it from a guy yeah. that lasted two years as a head coach myself. <laughs> you know, it, it's so hard. It's so hard to be a head coach and, and to have that staying power. So before we dive into your background, mm-hmm. can you just touch on that, that unique thing about Seven Lakes? And for all the parents listening, that's something special to me, you know? And so can you talk about that, the longevity of yourself and the coaches in general at Seven Lakes? Absolutely. I've always, um, I've had a really fondness for Seven Lakes ability to hire coaches that were just elite coaches within their field. And so Seven Lakes High School has continually hired really strong, um, passionate coaches, uh, both in all sports, both of the girl side and the boy yep. side. So the longevity of coaching is certainly, I think, a derivative of passion. Uh, yes. You're finding people that are just passionate in what they do because teaching people can, it's cliche to say that it's a calling, but it's a calling. Yes. It, it's what you want to do. And so I've been honored personally to be able to pick something that I'm so passionate about as a career. In fact, it's been like I've been stealing money all these years. <laughs> Because yeah. it's so fun to me to be involved in teaching. I knew when I was a little girl, I was going to be a teacher. I knew I wanted to be a coach. And so to live that, I, I don't know. I think it's pretty amazing that I just get to say, I do this for a living, you know. And um, I think the longevity of the coaches here at Seven Lakes speaks volumes to the type of kids we get to work with every single day. It's a phenomenal district to work in. KDISD is a yeah. great district. Uh, people want to be here. Um, I know we hear that a lot. Again, it kind of becomes cliche to say, well, everyone wants to move to Katy and everybody wants to work in Katy. But there's a true statement to that. Um, The kids at Seven Lakes make this campus uh, a great campus to have a long career. They work hard. They're dedicated to the things that they do. Um, They're dedicated to academics. And so there's a lot less worry in some of that aspect of athletics and the no pass, no play. Um, And our administration, it's great. So it's it's where we want to be. And so when you're passionate about what you want to do and you can find a place that just embraces how you do it um, and the kids are as great, it's just the community's wonderful. They're supportive. So, um, gosh, it's a great combination. I'm not good at math, but it's a pretty good equation. Me neither, coach. So I can't help you on that one. But, uh, you know, uh, coach, you're giving me goosebumps here. And I think if I, if I were a, a parent of a daughter in middle school right now that's zoned to seven lakes. I, I would be grinning ear to ear, just hearing yeah. you say it's an honor to be these girls coach. And I just, I love hearing that. And I, yes. you can count me knowing people yeah. letting get to know people like yourself and Jimmy Hammond. Mm-hmm. I'm moving into the KDISD zone myself with my young son, you know, so, and, and, and my wife. So, you know, we, yeah. we are, we cannot wait to get into KDISD. Everything you said rings so true. And so I'm honored to become a resident, but let's talk about you. You mentioned, you, ever since you were a little girl, you wanted to do this. And you're actually, you're not a native Texan, I learned. 
And so just kind of just tell us a little bit about kind of where you're from. And also I saw you were pretty good on the diamond, you know, so you had a softball <laughs> career there. So how did you, how did you end up choosing basketball in the end? Yeah, that, those are great questions. And, uh, you know, I was honored to grow up around some of the best women, ba women's basketball, uh, in the country. Um, yes. I'm from Louisiana originally. Uh, my dad, uh, is really the passionate athlete in our family. And uh, my dad was a basketball coach. He spent only two or three years himself as a head coach, but he was a successful boys coach in Louisiana, a couple of state tournament appearances. And um, he coached the girls, but I uh, always joke with him. He, he couldn't win a game with the girls, but he was really good and took those boys to state. So I guess I am him uh, <laughs> on the girl side. I don't know. I'm hoping, I, I hope I can get to state one day, but uh, he, he inspired me from a little girl. He had a golf club in my hand when I was two. So I'm a passionate golfer. Um, and I, but I grew up probably picking the things that are the most challenging for me. Um, basketball is the most challenging sport of the ones that I participated in, but uh, I was honored enough to get to play at the college level. So I think yeah. just hard work, perseverance, uh, knowing what I wanted to do. Uh, I was passionate from a little girl. I, I knew that I was going to teach. I think I taught all my Barbie dolls. Uh, uh, I think they were good students, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I could help them learn. No, but uh, I also, I have to give credit to my high school. My high school allowed seniors uh, to coach our fifth and sixth grade teams. Cause back you know, I'm, I'm older. So back in the day in Louisiana, you could do that. And I just passionately fell in love with that aspect. So um, I did, I, I loved it, but I went on like you said, I went on and played a little bit in college and I did switch sports in college uh, yeah. as a two sport athlete. I, 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 yeah, softball probably came a little easier to me. Uh, sure. uh, golf probably came a little easier to me, but I picked basketball and I love coaching it. I love the pace of play. I love the decisions have to be instantaneous. Yep. Um, it's such a process from the beginning to the end. And I love processes. So yeah. Uh, Coach, I'm a former offensive lineman, and I always joke that us chubby guys, we all think we're hoopers. And so even though I played football in college, like basketball is my love. And you can ask Jimmy Hammond. You know, yeah. I was a defensive coordinator at Ridgepoint, but I probably – I may have coached my freshman B-team basketball harder because I just loved it. I loved yes. it so much. I loved it so much. And I also coached on the mm -hmm. girls' side. I oh, coached great. Here under Dave Kubasek for a year at Ridgepoint, and so I, I love it. I am all yes. about the women's game, and I'm so excited. And talk about a, sm a girl from small town Louisiana. There's another one named Kim Mulkey. That's got a big game coming up there at LSU yes. in South Carolina. So I know we got the yes. Super Bowl, but uh, this South Carolina LSU game is a big one. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know who you're going to root for. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be rooting for uh, for who I have to root for because uh, that's, you know, that's who I grew up watching play a little bit. The yeah. Lady Texters at Louisiana Tech. Um, yeah. I really was passionate. Uh, Coach Mulkey, I was honored to have them uh, come and recruit. And at the time, I – I would have done just about anything, carried the water bottles to have yeah. been on that squad. Yeah. But they were winning those national titles like UConn won for a long time. And and now it's a little bit more balanced out in the world of uh, NCAA women's yeah. basketball. And I love it. I think the balance field is great. It's much like KDSD. It, it's a battle. And that yeah. makes it exciting. It's great for the game. It's great for girls athletics. It's great for KDSD to have really competitive teams across the board. So I'm kind of glad. But, yeah, you might know who I'm playing. I think LSU – yeah. <laughs> and co coach, I mean, you talk about how the battle of KDISD and how balanced it is. I was reading, this is one part of your resume that I, my jaw hit my desk when I read this. I almost had to call my good friend, Dennis Silva and ask if he had a typo in this <laughs> district championships, 2011 to 2018, like seven consecutive district championships. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that really happened. It, 
It did. It did. Yeah, that's incredible, uh, Coach. I'm honored that yeah. I'm honored to coach some great players. I mean, great yeah. players that will run through brick walls for yeah. the process. Yeah. And and uh, yes, it, I'm honored to have been you know with those kids and and helping guide those kids through their goals. Um, these teams set high goals for themselves, um, and that's half the half the uh, equation is to get them to set their own goals. And then it's my job to help them get there. Um, and they did. And I've, I've been, it's been a great honor to be able to coach those kids. So yeah, that's, that's pretty neat. It, it is pretty neat. That, that's an understatement for sure. That's incredible. But <laughs> then again, now looking at the 2020, 2022, 23 season here, yeah. it, it was a little bit different. You know, you dealt with a lot yeah. of injuries early on. And to me, it was a, a more normal outcome of going four mm-hmm. and four through the first half of district mm-hmm. play. That's what you would expect in 196A. Yeah. Then throughout the second half of district, you went seven and one and actually you lost the first game of the second round. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. means you won seven in a row. So just let's talk about that playing 500 yeah. basketball to a seven game win streak, including knocking off that team up North and red that, you know, has 28 <laughs> victories on the year. <laughs> let's yeah. Just talk about how, how did that happen? Yes. Um, tradition. Uh, a lot of that yeah. has to do with tradition. It starts there. Um, we never get rattled in situations, uh, it's been, it has been an extremely challenging season. Um, it's, it's, it's the most challenging for our players. Um, things beyond our control um, took hold in the first half of the season. Sure. You don't control injuries. You don't control um, recovery from injuries. And we didn't just have one. We had multiple. Right. And we never could get them unlayered from one another. And um, obviously with an injury to, you know, one of your best players is, is really hard. And um, th- I was more proud of the, this team's resiliency through those times. Uh, we hit ups, downs, roller coaster ride. That's part of lo- losing, and that's part of winning, believe it or not. So, how you handle those roller coaster rides are, is really the most important. This team was just extremely resilient in that. And um, we got better in some of those times. And even though the scoreboard might not have reflected that we were getting better, we were getting better. And when we knew we could put the pieces all back together and get healthy, that being in that light and being healthy at the right time um, could result in some really special things. And it did result in some really special things. And so I guess from an outsider looking in, it's, it could be surprising, but for these kids and the way that we understand each other, uh, we're not surprised because we knew if we could just get everything together, we would rebound as well as possible and do the best we could to be where we are. And I, could not be more proud of a team. I, you're correct. Kids today and previous years, it's hard. Their back was against the wall. Some kids quit. These kids will never quit. They don't have that word in them. And so they reset their goals. And uh, our goal was to finish in our goal has always been to finish in first or second. That's what we're playing for. If we're really going to compete, we want to be at the top. Um, And we had to reevaluate that goal. And they said, coach, we want to get in. I said, well, then let's get in. And then they managed to put themselves all the way in third and earn every bit of that third place. And I'm ecstatic because that's that's really what the life lesson is in this, isn't it? The life lessons we're here to teach, which is the sole purpose that I'm a coach, is I'm using athletics as an avenue to teach life's lessons. And this roller coaster ride ended in a really good story because you never gave up. And um, we're excited to be in the playoffs. We're excited to start a new season, season three. Absolutely. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because really in this story, you're, you're kind of the Goliath, you know, with the seven straight <laughs> district titles, you know, but it's just so interesting that for you and your team going at a 500 pace 
felt below expe- way below expectations just because you've, you've accomplished so much, you oh, know? Well. And so I think that's really interesting. But I'm, I'm also curious in 196A, and I talked to mm-hmm. Jimmy Hammond about this. Mm-hmm. I mentioned the Katie Tigers as a big rival of everyone. Sure. But really, it kind of feels like, I mean, Tompkins, Cinco, and now Jordan. I mean, I feel like probably every team yeah. almost kind of feels like a rivalry game, does it? Or does it? I'm curious your thoughts on that. It, it is. And I, I, I go back to what I said earlier. I think it's just a testament to good girls basketball. Um, our yeah. district has some really strong programs. Um, you know, shout out to volleyball and their success within KDSD. And a shout out to, you know, soccer is a, is a powerhouse in KDSD. And, um, and not to leave anyone out, there's others, but girls basketball, uh, we are now in a really healthy place. And if I'm a basketball coach at KDSD, I'm excited uh, that those teams are there and it's going to be competitive every single night. So it's a healthy place to be. Um, but yeah, I think every single night is a night you have to take serious. Um, every single night you need to win. And um, that's the approach we take. We, we don't play an opponent. I mean, a team, we really play the opponent. So whoever that opponent is, we're, whoever that is, we have to play our best game. We know we're going to get their best game. So at Seven Lakes High School, you better show up and play your best because you're going to get their best every single night. Absolutely. So, and I'm, I don't want to revel in, in one game, but I, I have to, oh, I have no, to ask about it because <laughs> I have to ask about this because this actually made some news. I mean, I, I, I saw my timeline flooded with you guys going into a hostile gym. And I know traditionally you've been better than Katie, obviously, you know, if it's seven straight years of titles, mm-hmm. but this was their year. I mean, mm-hmm. 28 and two, I believe coming into that game, I mm-hmm. saw them on channel 11 evening news, getting a whole feature on them. I mean, they were getting, this was their magical season for them. And it still is, you know, it's not yeah. over, but you go in there and you, you get a 19 point victory in the home of champions in their gym. I mean, just, can you describe what that felt like for your girls? Like, what was that party like in the, in the locker room? Yeah. Afterwards? <laughs> yeah, it was a good party. It was great. Yeah. You know, and it, it, you know, First of all, I have to say that you're correct. It is a great, a great year for Katie. And I'm always going to be the yeah. coach that has the utmost respect. We yes, knew we yes. had to go in there and play well. And uh, Shanna does a terrific job. Coach Marhofer does a terrific job. Uh, I'm inspired by that story because she played there. Uh, you yeah. know, so that's a really cool story. Yeah. So we knew going in there as Seven Lake Spartans that we were the underdog right. and that we were going to have to un- upset Cinderella in right. that situation. Right. Right. Um, and I think that honestly, uh, that fueled our fire because we understood where we had had to start the season and it was a little short of where we felt like we could be. And so I think that inspired us more than anything is I don't know if we had to be where we are, you know, but it is where we are. And so when we went into that game, we were like, well, let's go be our very best and prove to them that we're ready to play at the end of this school, uh, season, just like we would have been ready to play healthy at the beginning of the season. Had we been afforded that. So um, yeah, it was a dominant performance by our yeah. team and that we were firing on all cylinders. I have to give the kids complete credit for that. It was a great celebration. Yeah. Um, it was a great high school basketball game. If you want yeah. my honest opinion, it's yeah. the atmosphere you want to win in. Um, yeah. It gives me a chill bumps uh, to, to know that was a great one. It was a great game. And coach, the, the final district standings, I mean, you, you were four and four at the end of the first round. You right. finished at 11 and five. And so you didn't, you did not limp into the playoffs after a slow start. I mean, you're, you're right. busting the door down into the playoffs. You finished in third. So the top four make it. You did not just sneak into fourth. You're in third. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the deal of you and 19 point victories? Cause you also got a 19 point win over Tompkins, who's a second place team. So, I mean, yeah. those are some really impressive when you're beating the number one and number two teams in the mm-hmm. district by almost 20 points. Mm-hmm. That's in, that's really impressive. But then again, like you said, it's such a tough district. The last game we beat Cinco by one point. Can you describe right. 
just that <laughs> I, I know that's a rivalry atmosphere. So it what, is. What was that game like? Yeah, all those games are tough games, and all four yeah. of those bigs, you know, it, it yeah. it's just big. But yeah, that's yeah. tough. They, you know, uh, the tight game against Cinco, uh, I guess that's a lot of points scored. Uh, it was up in the 60s, 68, yep. 64, yep. if I'm not mistaken. So that's a lot of points scored. And uh, it's just a testament to where both teams felt like they needed to be. That was a battle for third. So both teams weren't going to step back. Both teams were going to make sure they gave it their best shot. And um, we couldn't contain as much as we wanted to contain defensively um, as we had in previous games. And those games where we won by 19, we were able to contain some things a little bit better defensively. So talk a little bit of X and O, I guess that's where we yeah, were. Yeah, but yeah. in Cinco, we had trouble uh, containing what we needed to contain and couldn't be more proud of the ending of that game. If you want highlight reels, uh, there were quite a number of highlight reels. The whole game was a great spectator game. I love them games regardless yeah. uh, but uh i understand my mom didn't enjoy it quite as much uh, she was there wore yeah. her out so uh yeah. she said you could make a big you know not so close but uh but it's a great spectator game and you know uh they love it when it goes back and forth point for point but we were probably we were down six late in the game minute yeah. and something left down four within inside of a minute to go and uh gosh the grit of the team right there got a quick steal at half court. It was highlight real material, got a quick steal, press full court, stole it again, put it back in, tied it up, you know, played it down the stretch and ended up winning by one against a really talented Cinco team. But yeah, we'll take, we'll take third and we'll, we'll hopefully, you know, be able to perform at that level right now, healthy and ready to go Monday night. And coach, as we kind of put a wrap on, you know, this is the season is ending now for your, your sub varsity teams. You right. know, so we're, I want to definitely pay attention to them as well. Mm -hmm. Your varsity is going to play their third season, you know, that's mm -hmm. coming up. But as far as your sub varsity, I've been really impressed. Almost every coach has told me this, the freshman class coming in at seven lakes has been really phenomenal. A lot of success mm -hmm. in these sub varsity levels. So I'm curious for you, how, how did, how did our seasons go at the sub varsity level? You know, we had some challenges at different levels, brand new teams, whole new squads, but uh, they fought hard. Our freshman teams came in and did really well. Uh, JV fought hard all the way through to the very end and the bitter end. Um, and this particular class for us, we, we currently don't have a senior on varsity, so we're a very oh, wow. young program. Yeah. And um, the reason that we don't have a senior is really because uh, we this is our Jordan class. So we actually, in the year that we broke away, we lost yeah. a number of kids, uh, about five. Um, and two or three of those play on the, the really good Jordan team. Yeah. So um, when we played them, we were playing some of our former Spartans. So wow. we get it. I know <laughs> yeah. uh, splitting schools, but th this is that class for us. So we're a really young program. Our sub varsities did a terrific job. Um, our coaches always do a terrific job. And to be quite honest, all the way down to the junior highs, we to get kids from Beckendorf comes to us and uh, part of Seven Lakes Junior High and those coaches do a great job of getting kids ready to play here. It's been a part of the um, tradition of winning. Uh, we get winners. So when you get winners and you're not having to teach winning, you know, and they understand it, then you're just get to coach basketball and then put that all together. So our sub varsity teams had a great seasons and, and fought hard to the bitter end. And I'm proud of them for everything that they've done. And coach, after this, I just want to focus on Fort Ben Austin because I know that's your okay. focus. But let's but let's just I like to say giving flowers to people, you know, any <laughs> any assistant coaches or players or members of the program or trainers or or just who would you like to recognize before we really start digging doing our homework on Fort Ben Austin here? Yeah, I tell you what, I'm gonna just group the whole player the on the sure. varsity, the whole yeah. team. The yeah. this whole team has had to stick together like glue and um and that's hard to do in yeah. challenging times. Um and they did. 
and they deserve every bit of the credit that they get for this past season, you know, in season two and for the season that's yet to come. Um, it's up to them to decide. And I believe in them and I know that they will make a good decision and I know that they're ready to play. Um, as for everybody, my staff does a good job and um, great job. And I, I'm kudos to everybody in this program. Being yeah. a Seven Lake Spartan isn't an easy thing to do. It, the classroom is a challenge. The on-court experiences and on-field and on-court experiences for tennis, golf, everything, it's all a challenge. So I say kudos to all of them. Kudos to every player. Kudos to the coaches, specifically in girls basketball. You know, kudos to all of our captains that led each team. And uh, kudos to um, this varsity squad as they really step into their own here at the end of the year. I'm excited to watch them play. All right, Coach, here we go. Let, let, let's dig in here. Fort Bend Austin, the Bulldogs, my alma mater, actually. But I, okay. I'm rooting for you guys. Trust me. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going for the Spartans. <laughs> They're coached by someone that I actually know well, Quisha Dickerson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I host a coaching podcast, which now that I've gotten to meet you, I'm yeah. after the season, please come <laughs> on to my podcast. I would love okay. to talk to you for uh, two hours. Let's she, do great. Yeah, she's come on my podcast, and she is one heck of a coach in her own right. She's won some 26A Coach of the Years, just like you've done here in 196A. And yeah. boy, was she close to bringing home a district championship. That This is the unique thing. You're finishing third. You didn't finish fourth, but it's almost like you're kind of getting the district champion in a way. They She was in mm -hmm. position, and the Austin Bulldogs were in position to win that district title, and they lost like a double overtime game at Hightower High School. Yeah. So very challenging first-round opponent here for a mm -hmm. third-place team. So really kind of interesting dynamic here. Whenever mm -hmm. you turn on the film, what do you see from Fort Ben Austin? Uh, gosh, athletic, great. They have, you know, they have some really solid players, great shooters, um, good intensity, good athleticism, um, cross board speed, um, and well coached. Uh, you're exactly right. Uh, I think this is, she, she might be into her 15th year, uh, and I, she may have half of those as a coach of the year, in my opinion. She's done a <laughs> right. terrific job. Uh, I'm not sure how many of those she's won. She deserves quite a number of them, but uh, right. you can tell on film when you open that up that they're well coached and that they execute well and that they're just using their strengths to the best of their abilities. And uh, I agree with you hundred percent. It's an, there is easily a number one seed as they are number two. Uh, we've watched that district uh, battle back and forth the whole season. And um, yeah, it's going to be a tough game on Monday night. I, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed sometimes that 196A, uh, has to meet up with Fort Bend and sure. Katie has to meet up with Fort Bend in the first yeah. round. I feel like sometimes those games are third round games. Uh, we've yeah. seen Austin in round three uh, as, as early as last year. So um, yes, I think this is going to be a tough, what I'd like to consider a one, one matchup as opposed to a three, two matchup. So it's going to be a battle and, and it's going to take every ounce of either team to get it done. In my honest opinion. Couldn't agree with you more. And I, I guarantee you, Quisha Dickerson's thinking the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, I got second place and I got to play these guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, right. you were the first place team through the second half of district. You That's know what right. I mean? So yeah. yeah, no doubt about that. And one thing that was interesting, coach, you mentioned how you had a kind of a high scoring game against Cinco. And I look at these Austin scores. This is Austin scores here. 97, 46. They beat Hightower the first time in an extremely low scoring 26 to 23 game. So Quisha Dickerson is going to play whatever pace she needs to do to win the game. So yeah. is that kind of, I'm just curious for you, X to nose perspective, is that mm -hmm. odd to see that such a spread of scoring mm -hmm. and, and how do you account for the different paces that the Fort Bend Austin Bulldogs like to play? 
And I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, it's the way that she needs her team to play. Uh, that's a testament to the fact that she has a great command of her um, on-court performances as a coach. And that speaks volumes to her ability to coach, in my humble opinion. Uh, so, yes, getting your kids to be able to play fast or play slow or, or do what you need to, uh, welcome to girls basketball. I think that uh, that is one of the interesting dynamics. We don't get to play the, the ball above the rim um, often, if at all, um, but you can certainly control tempo and pace of the game. And I think some coaches still take great pride in doing that. And it sounds like she does. And when I watch film it, she does. And um, we tend to do the same thing too. Uh, get into what's comfortable for us, but understand that we can, we can lock down and get into half court defense if we need to, uh, or we can play you out and run and we can go fast. So um, that is a challenge to answer that question directly. But it's a challenge that we're ready for because we prepare for that uh, on a daily basis. And we try to mimic that in most things and get all of our kids prepared. Every game's different. Um, this year, we've been able to play a little bit more consistently. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't hunker it down and keep it really low scoring, too, if we need to. Um, we take pride in doing that if we have to. So. Coach, you mentioned Monday night. I, I know Spartan Nation is ready to come out there and support. I'm sure the Spartan Crazies are getting all their spray paint ready and paint and getting ready yeah, for it. So just give us all the all the details. Uh, Monday night, what's the location and time? Um, we're going to play Monday night at Wheeler Fieldhouse. Um, oh, and okay, that, yeah. Uh, right. So, uh, you got to go into enemy territory here. Enemy territory. <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll go uh, 530, uh, okay. and it, it doubleheaders with uh, the Katie game uh, to follow at 7. But right. our um, our teams will be there a little bit early. We'll be ready to tip it off at 530, and we really want the Spartan Nation to be there. Uh, playoff shirts came in today, so awesome. uh, we're excited. We've been selling those all day long. So um, it's just it's an honor and a privilege to ha watch these kids have fought their way back into this. So I really hope the Spartan Nation shows up and shows up loud and proud and dressed in orange on uh, Monday night, 530, Wheeler Fieldhouse. Coach, this has been my true honor and pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. It's my honor, actually. So thank you. I, I don't do many of these at all, but I'd be honored to be on any of yours. I truly appreciate the the questions, the commitment, the the things that you're doing for Seven Lakes and Spartan Athletics. Uh, but thank you on behalf of Girls Basketball, and we'll see you, Spartan Nation.